Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Back to Basics podcast with myself and an extra special guest today. We have Leslie Hertig with us. And well, basically this season, we're on season three and we're discussing the theme of, hey, I just met you and now we're best friends. So I'm going to start off with introducing the epic Leslie. She was born into a house of books and has made her career from various points within Canada's book industry. She's worked for some of Canada's best bookstores and acted as a sales representative, publicist, and foreign rights manager for some of North America's great publishers. Oh my gosh, she's like my hero. No joke. <laughs> she's also sat, she has also sat on the board of directors for the Vancouver Writers' Fest before taking on this role as artistic director within the organization. And this is a role which she says is her dream job come true. Oh my gosh, I love that bio so much. It was like my book lover dream come true as well while reading it. <laughs> Thank you so much for joining us today, Leslie. I'm really happy to be here. Thank you. Of course. So... The Vancouver Writers Fest is the host of a lot of very special events for so many of us. I think, you know, beyond this incredible festival itself, you know, you and the team also host some epic offshoot events, you know, like various book launches, readings, and so much more. How has COVID changed the landscape of these events? And, you know, what impact do you feel it's had on the community for a lot of whom the, these, these events have been or were their way of connecting? Well, that's a really good question and one that I think a lot of arts organizations are looking at right now yeah. because at the beginning of COVID, of course, we all thought, oh no, what are we going to do? We can't put this event on in person and how are we going to connect? Now, luckily, it turns out that with a presentation like what we're putting on, conversations, mm -hmm. those do translate fairly well to the Zoom screen and yeah. to your computer or your smartphone. So we have been able to present these conversations and introduce people to authors and new books and ideas using this technology. And the, the good side of that is we've reached different people. We've reached more people further into British Columbia outside yeah. of the lower mainland and indeed across Canada and in some cases across the world. So that's been really neat. And, and we've learned from that and we hope to continue some of that. Yeah. But the flip side of it, and I don't want to dwell on the negative. <laughs> when you're presenting as an author on screen like this to an audience, you're not getting their energy back. You don't know what's happening yeah. on the other side of the you can't see the facial reactions necessarily. You can't hear the murmurs of, of appreciation or see the tears or hear the clapping or the finger snapping. Yeah. So that energy, it, it, it's lacking. And I can't wait to get back to a time when we are in person again yes. and we can all feel one another's energy. 150% everything, everything you just said literally was like speaking to my soul. I think I like sprained my <laughs> neck while I was nodding so hard. I do that so often. <laughs> it's like, um, but no, seriously, thank you so much for sharing that. And I think, I think you touched on a lot of points because a lot of people don't really recognize the role that these broader community events play in bringing people together and really creating a community. You know, like we all have that one friend who's like our book events friend. You know, you may have connected with them at the Vancouver Writers Festival. You know, you're always going to see them there. You literally plan your meetups around the festival or like other book signings and things like that. Like, you know, year after year, they'll be there. For yeah. you, what, what role do these events play in bringing people together and really forming a community like no other? 
Yeah, I love that. You know, and this is why when I say that this is my dream job come true, yeah. it's because I started out as an attendee of this festival yeah. 20 or so years ago. I would come and exactly as you just said, I would meet up with um, fellow book lovers, find them in the bookstore, chat yeah. about what we were reading, go to events. Um, and, and just kind of join in the flow of people moving from yeah. one event down here on Granville Island. And I fell in love with that. And in fact, I started booking off whole weeks of time each year, the third week of October, I would book off work. Love it. <laughs> exactly. That. So I understand exactly what you're saying. And, and yes, I think this festival and other literary festivals and other arts organizations obviously do create this sense of community. If you love books uh, or if you love um, going to plays or whatever your, your jam is, um, <laughs> when you get to join with other people who are equally passionate about it, you just gain so much more insight and you feel, like you said, a part of that community. So again, I, I, I look forward to a time when we can bring that back here again to Granville Island and beyond um, outside of Granville Island as yeah. well. But I have heard from people that there is a sense of community being created online as well. Yeah. And that, yeah. and that there's some folks who don't enjoy going to public events, but they are meeting one another online in this time. So I appreciate that as well. And, and I think I need to figure, we all need to figure out more ways that we can harness that Yes. but also get back to the in-person stuff again. I love that. Yes, 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 yes. 150% to all of that. Um, <laughs> just, sorry, it's like so hard to move on because everything you're saying is resonating with me so much. If this was like, if I was listening to this podcast, I'd just pause and be like, yes, Leslie, yes. <laughs> um, you, and I think, You are my new best friend. I can tell. Ah, yes, I love, see, see, this is the power, people. This is the power. <laughs> I, I love that, new besties. Exactly. I love it. <laughs> so with COVID, I think a lot of how we, especially from, from an organizer's point of view, interact with our communities has changed. You know, uh, as you mentioned earlier, this, this also meant going virtual uh, for a lot of us, but, but a lot of arts-based events, you know, they're, they're meant to be in person. There's a different energy when they're in person, like you'd also mentioned. And, you know, so for you and yourself and like for you and the Vancouver Writers Fest team, this, this may mean, you know, if, if, like in-person events are allowed soon, touch wood, you know, it might mean cutting down on how many people can attend, you know, adhering to strict health measures, which is great, of course, but they do tend to change on a daily basis. So how do you, how do you navigate as an organizer, not just all these updates and changes, but also how the community can still connect and, you know, how can we still keep building on this community through these events? Yeah. Um, again, really good questions. And, I, and I'll start with that how do we continue to build community? Um, from our, through our organization, one of the things that we did when COVID started mm. was to start producing our newsletter on a weekly basis rather than a monthly yeah. basis. Yeah. Um, through that, we invite people to sign up and we'll send you book news. So um, by sending that out weekly, I feel we're able to keep people more yeah. up to date on different online events that they might not know about. Um, those are community partner events. So not necessarily our events, but events mm -hmm. happening um, all over across the world, frankly, yeah. um, but other literary organizers are putting on book launches, new mm -hmm. book releases, 
other festivals, etc. So by by creating that weekly newsletter, we can reach out to people more often. Um, we also created a digital book club so yes. that yeah. we could invite people to get a copy of a book, have about a month to read it together, and then join together on a in a conversation with the yeah. author online. And, and that was meant to create this sense of community where everyone had read the same book and then could have a conversation about it together. So those are a couple little things that we've done here as an organization. Mm. To answer the second part of that question, um, how do we go about organizing with all this uncertainty? Gosh, I, I feel like every day I'm recreating yeah. the answer to that because things keep changing. Is everything's shifting under our feet constantly. Uh. Um, what, what can we rely on what we're hearing from our government. Um, I, I've just got to put my faith in the people at the top who are telling me that by the end of the summer, we will have reached this kind of herd immunity. And, and yes. when we very kindly met with 30 arts organ- organizers yeah. uh, at the end of last month. And she told them that if things continue as they are with the vaccine rollout, that by the fall, large venues will reopen. And and that certainly provided us with enough hope to at least start planning for the fall and some sort of a hybrid model combination of online events and in-person events. But even then, who knows if that's actually going to happen. And so we just are kind of playing this real waiting game. That's where we're at. Completely understand. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, no, thank you so much for sharing all that. And um, definitely, yes, fingers crossed for the fall. I'm really hoping, really hoping because yes, this festival is like a highlight, a highlight of my year. So yes. Um, Can you believe it already at like second to last question time literally (laughs) flies by so fast. Uh, We touched on a lot today. I know I was speaking so much, (laughs) but for you yourself, uh, what has been the greatest part of being a part of this festival team and really being a key player in building community? Mm-hmm. Well, it is a great team and everything we do is done in collaboration. Yeah. Um, we, I just, I, I miss working side by side with our staff and yeah. our volunteers so much. Um, 300, over 300 volunteers join us each year and wow, to yeah. be able to work with them and chat with them, it, it's, you know, kind of heartbreaking. So I really look forward to them coming back. Um, when you work with others who are passionate about the same thing you are, it brings joy to the work that you're doing yeah. and, um, having different people's viewpoints, different ideas on what's important and and what we need to put forward front facing is is also key and I just feel like we've got a really nice um, symbiotic thing going on here but but we are missing that bigger community that bigger um, group of the volunteers and face-to-face with our board of directors and yeah connections that you make that one of the nicest things about my job over the past year is that because we've started these book club events where people um, get a copy of the book with their purchase of a ticket, often people need to come to our office to pick up their book. Yeah. And when there's a knock on the door, I'm so excited because I've been working on it. I love that. 
I get to open the door and see who it is and then actually have a conversation about the book or maybe about books they yeah. read. Oh my and gosh. It, it's really the it's best. Really it's the great. best feeling ever when you can connect with someone over books. And yeah, this time has really made you appreciate the little interactions like that, I think. Yeah. Because what, what is it about books that is so special? Yeah. And what it is, is understanding the viewpoints of different people and the stories and lives of different people. Mm-hmm. And if you're a book lover, it means that you care about yeah. those. You care about other perspectives. You care to broaden your horizons. And so um, when book lovers get together, they tend to be a group of people who want to continue growing and want to learn more and are hungry for that kind of knowledge. So that's what I love most about the Vancouver Writers Fest. Um, It is the people not only who attend, but work for it and volunteer for it. And then also, as you pointed out, the community partners that also come in because other arts organizations they're the ones who equally care about, well, humanity and the growth and and, um, strengthening of humanity. Yes, 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 yes. 150%. And and I think you you did touch on this a little bit while we were talking earlier, but what has this community given to you and, and how can we as not just an audience, but, you know, just also people in general, how can we keep it going? Well, I, I just learned so much from other people and yeah. I, I love hearing other people's book recommendations, for instance. I and love that, yeah. I, there's always, oh gosh, there's always more to learn and there's always a new viewpoint to consider. And I have to constantly remind myself of that. Yeah. Um, slow down, listen, um, read something new that maybe you wouldn't have otherwise read because then you are going to expand your understanding of a certain topic or a place um, or perhaps um, energize your own imagination so that you can be creative yeah Um, those are all the things that I'm continually getting from this job from this organization and from the people that tend to surround it Amazing. Oh, I love that. I love that so, so much, Susie. This has been one of my favorite interviews. Um, just, is there anything else that you'd like to talk about? Is what is, what is the festival team up to these days? Uh, well, we're just uh, planning for the fall now. We're starting to love get it. invitations out for our fall season, whatever that may look like. <laughs> um, we have some, we have a book club coming up with the amazing American writer Viet Tan Win. Yeah. Um, his new book, The Committed, really looking forward to that. And, uh, oh, we just announced our My Roots writing workshop for new yes. immigrants to Canada. So lots of little things going on, but the really big project is the fall and just figuring out the fall. Love it. I love it. And sending all the best wishes that hopefully some more concrete directions will come in soon. Uh, Thank you. Thank you so much for joining today, Leslie. This was so, so much fun. So grateful. I loved talking with you. Thank you for everything you're doing for this literary my heart. Oh, Leslie, you, you are my new best friend. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you so much. Have a good day. Thank you.
And that was our interview with the amazing, amazing, amazing Leslie. She's so much fun to talk to and just such an overall amazing human. Uh, she's helped us at Infusion out so many times before, just with, you know, just moral support from like one festival, literary festival to another, and just doing all that she can to help us out, especially as more of a fledgling festival. Um, and uh, we are forever grateful to Leslie and the entire uh festival team over there and like how could you not want to be her best friend after hearing that honestly ask yourselves uh this is such an amazing interview uh our second to last one actually the next interview is going to be with an old friend of mine i'm so so stoked um you might even hear some drama from high school with them but <laughs> so excited for this one um truly i'm so grateful to leslie for taking time if you knew how busy they were at the Vancouver's Writer Festival, you would understand what a big deal it is to have her join us. Um, and again, I, I honestly cannot stop thanking her in this little post post interview uh, scene. But honestly, they 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 will be having their festival in October 2021, I believe. You can find the dates on their social media as well as our website. Um, you may have to wait a couple of days for that to be updated though from tomorrow. Um, but honestly, yeah, I think you are all going to enjoy it this year. It's going to be so much fun and planning wise in the middle of a pandemic, it's been quite, quite wild and mind blowing many times. I think you will all deeply appreciate the event that they've put together even more now that you know everything that's going into it and what their goal is by creating these communities and keeping the communities going during this pandemic and so much other stuff so do check them out and sign up for some of their other events a lot of times they have some really great free ones as well uh highly suggest signing up for that newsletter they were talking about it's so much fun i, I adore it so i hope i will see you all online in october for their festival and some self-promotion see you in november for infusion that's right we're gonna go winter this time so good lord i guess fall actually good luck to us i would like to thank leslie one final time and end off today's episode with a special special saying which is i am a settler living on the unceded territories of the tawasan first nations musqueam first nations and the Kwantlen first nations who have been stewards of this land since time immemorial I not only give my heartfelt thanks to them, but offer my respect for the elders and members who have passed and for all elders and First Nations who are here today. It's called Land Back. You can find a lot about it. Uh, just do a quick Google search. I highly suggest following Indigenous folks on Twitter and other social media channels, and you'll be even more educated. And I am so, so grateful to them for continuing to educate us despite everything and allowing us the opportunity to learn. So until next time, without further ado, take care, stay safe, everyone. Bye.